Welcome back to the Garcia Diaries podcast. Howdy, everybody. I'm your co-host, Bethany Garcia. This is my husband, Anthony. He's yawning. Here we are. (laughs) You tired? Yeah. What's up? I'm sleepy. Yeah, it's 9.42 p.m. I don't know if you guys know this, but we record the podcast after the kids go to bed for obvious reasons, because we don't want kids in the background, and so yeah, we have to pretty much do this in the middle of the night, um, if we want to get it done. What else do we do in the middle of the night? (laughs) (laughs) Anthony, (laughs) stop. All right. Because you don't want to actually talk about it. You just tease it, but you don't want to actually talk about it, because I'll expose you. What? (laughs) How how can you expose me? You want to talk about it? There's no way... There's nothing we do in the bedroom that's exposing me. We can expose you. We can can expose (laughs) you. Okay, then. Uh, Moving on. So, Super Bowl happened this past weekend. Yeah. Any final takes? Any anything that stood out to you from the Super Bowl? Uh, yeah. The commercials were not as good this year as I would have loved them to be. There was only one that made me cry. Um. Which one was it? Oh, it was the one with the swimmer. But yeah, I literally cried so hard at that commercial. Um, but yeah, none of the other ones got me in the feels. What? None of them made me like laugh hysterically. Like maybe one or two. I was just expecting so much more. The not what what's his name? Not Morgan Freeman. The one that got into the accident. Morgan. Feared, Morgan. No, no. Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. Yeah, I I feel like his commercials were really funny. He had a couple, so. But I know, like, a few companies actually decided not to do commercials this year, and they like donated to COVID and well, that's good relief funds. Yeah, so. I like that. But, but I still think that the companies that did have spots yeah, wh- should have done better. <laughs> what was up with the one commercial where it was? Are like, you talking about the Mila and Ashton one? No, the oh, C- that one was terrible. The CEO was like playing the piano yes, for the oat milk, he was, like the about the oat milk. <laughs> like, yo, my guy really got enough money. They spent and, how much money? Millions, a million dollars. And he was like, "I'm about to go ham on this song." And he literally played the piano in a field. <laughs> that was wild. And I think the cringiest one was definitely the Mila Ashton and Shaggy commercial. It was really corny. It was so corny. Really I was just corny. like, why? It, like, If it wasn't Mila and Ashton, I don't think it would have had this. Maybe like Chrissy and uh, John could have done that. But maybe, yeah. there's not a lot of couples that could pull that off. Yeah. But I was like, what? Is he singing monotone like that on purpose? Or like they couldn't give him like voice lessons? Who are you talking like, to? Ashton. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Okay. His voice. Like it was or, just terrible. And then just the acting. It was just like you guys are literally famous for acting. Act better. Anyways, so, um, and I assume by you asking my thoughts on the Super Bowl, you meant commercials. Or halftime. Halftime? You know what? My guy, Abel, got a lot of hate. If you follow me on Instagram, you saw Bronx. No, not Bronx. Ellis yawning to his performance. Um, I didn't mind it. I think he's really talented. I liked the performance. The set was awesome. Um, I just wish like he would have played more on pop culture like his dances or his songs are famous on TikTok and literally go viral all the time. It would have been so funny if he like had done a nod to that, done one of the dances, had people doing the dances. Um, I wanted a special guest. He could have had a famous TikToker come out, but no, he missed all those opportunities. Um, But overall, I thought it was a really strong performance and I'm not going to throw any shade his way because... He winked at me, and I felt it in my soul. I think he did a great job. Um, I didn't realize how many hits that The weekend had that had gone mainstream. Yeah. Because I remember The weekend like, 10 years ago when he was, like, this emo, dark, sad soul. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I used to vibe with The weekend back then. So, mm-hmm. And I don't really listen to, like, the radio or mainstream music anymore, but I knew every song that he There was, like, one song that I didn't know. Um, but I think he did a great job, and he killed it. And you know what? So many people were like, oh, my God, bring back J-Lo and Shakira. Like, this was terrible. I'm like, last year, you guys hated on yeah. them so much. Yep. Remember how controversial their performance was? Like, every single year, everyone hates on it. So I don't see the point of, like, I don't know. No matter who it is or what it is, people are going to be disappointed, mad, 
angry. So what's even the point, like, of and debating it? I know this is probably going to offend a good amount of people, but as long as they don't bring some country singer up there, we're good. <laughs> don't nobody want to hear country. I feel like you have to be in a certain mood for country. And I'm just glad it wasn't country. But shout out to Tom Brady, ring number Who? seven. Who's that? Greatest quarterback, greatest professional athlete of all time. Also, shout out to Pat Mahomes. He will be back. He is the future. He's so cute, first of all. And second of all, he is with his high school sweetheart. And it's so cute. Tom Brady's with Giselle. That Okay, that's not... I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about his high school sweetheart. So, it was actually a really boring game. I thought it was going to be much better. Um, the Bucks did their thing. Shout out Gronk, U of A, Wildcat. Who? Rob Gronkowski. I'm just kidding. I'm literally joking. So but hard. overall, it's a good night. We didn't do much. We didn't have our usual big get together. Obviously, considering the times. Yeah, it was like the first year in like ten years that we didn't host a Super Bowl party. Shout out Serrano's for the food. Yeah, they never miss. We love Mexican food. You love um, Mexican food. So moving on from the Super Bowl because I could not be more bored talking about it. <laughs> um there's a few shows lately that have been so good and i want to talk to you about can them. we keep can we keep an order on this podcast you usually just shove these down my throat oh can we get them out of the way can you tell me them and then can we talk about the important things because <laughs> today we have quite a few important things to talk about yes we have a few things to hit but See, you want to get oh you want the you want to get the confessions over just with. get them out of the way you like literally last week you were shoving them down my mucus filled throat so Ew, that is sick and wrong okay so let's do confessions then all right that's what everyone's here for anyways all right so i've got one two three four five confessions i thought i said Three. Yeah, and I did chicken math, which means you, right, made, you we'll, said five. All we'll right. see the vibes after three, and then if I <laughs> feel like responding yeah, to more. Anthony, these are so many. Shh, just, shh. All right. I shat my pants on the way home from dinner one time right after my oldest was born. I underestimated how weak those muscles really were. I told my husband it was a lingering fart. I don't see anything wrong with that. As a father of five... I've seen my wife give birth five times. Um, I wouldn't say I'm an expert, but I'm pretty well versed in the aftermath of a woman. No, sorry. The aftermath of childbirth? Of a woman giving birth. I've seen cervixes falling out. Like, I've seen it Ooh. all. I am not haven't seen it all, but I've seen a Triggered. lot. Triggered. Um, I don't. But, okay, I just want to preface this with these confessions. It doesn't mean something's wrong. Like you said, no, I don't I, think I'm, there's anything wrong with that. I'm just trying to, like, make this person feel like they're, like... Okay, I'll make this person feel better. Girl, I literally shit on the side of the road one time. Diarrhea, okay? And she wasn't, it wasn't after giving birth. It was just a normal Sunday. Yeah, that was just a normal day. And you know what? My stomach, I call it my stomach flips. That's what I always say when I just like, it's IBS, okay? It's an IBS problem. Or anal sex. Anthony, (laughs) God, you, I'm going to edit that out. Okay, so... (laughs) my stomach flipped we used to live in this town that was like really far away called santan valley and there's like dirt roads to get there and i knew that there wasn't a bathroom for however many miles and so i pulled over it was me and the three kids in the car because it was before bronx was uh, it's before i was pregnant with her and i pulled over and there was this huge dirt hill and i went over to the hill and i just squatted and it's not a high moment in my life for sure the kids were all crying because they were scared that I left the car. And then I used the baby wipes to clean myself and I carried on home. Or the time we were going to Mexico for my family reunion. And we were literally like three miles from the border and Bethany had to take a doo-doo. I know. I so that. we pull off into no. the this dirt lot. Dirt, not even a lot, just this area. You got out, took a crap. That's I've, not true. I swore that I this. Border Patrol was going to roll up on us. <laughs> they didn't. Wait, so I've, I'm a repeat offender? So needless to say, you had the greatest excuse in the book. You had just given birth. That time? That No, no, not you. The person oh. that confessed. Not You don't have any excuses. Yeah, Bronx was a baby when that happened, when we went to Mexico. She was a newborn. 
Okay. Ish. But the the confessor here, you, there was nothing wrong yeah, with that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with you that. You had the greatest excuse of all. You had just given birth. Um, I feel, I feel like, um, yeah, maybe it was good that you kept it as a lingering fart because. That's if, my question because you told your husband it was a linger. So he, the car clearly smells like shit. He's like, what's going on? What is the smell? And you didn't like cop to it. You're but just I like, oh, I farted. I want to know how long the drive was <laughs> yeah, just smelling like dookie. A 20 minute <laughs> fart. Oh my God. Okay. I'm trying to think if I've ever like shat myself. I don't think I have. Yes, 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 no. yes, yes. When? Oh no, that was me. No, no. <laughs> I was thinking of the time after <laughs> I had surgery. There's been like times where I'm like, oh, there was, I didn't, but I didn't shat myself. Okay. So I was on this like gym binge one time and i drank pre-workout <laughs> i drank pre-workout you did poop yourself no i didn't no yes, i didn't no i didn't thought you did so a little inside bit about me is i cannot go number two anywhere else but my own home public i can't go anywhere so if we're out and about i he have to go hold trauma. i'll literally <sighs> just hold my poop in so i drink i got off of work drank a pre-workout um, went to the gym, and as soon as I got to the gym, my stomach just flipped. And it was like, okay, I actually have to go poop in public. It's going to happen. Went to the gym, right, went back to the locker room, hit the bathroom. Every stall was full. And I was like, shit, like, I'm not going to make Literally it. Literally shit. Luckily, we lived like five minutes from the gym. So I, I drove home, and on the way home, I could literally feel like my – it was bad. It was there that's a, what happens to me every time there was I feel a like porta potty on the IBS. side of the road i contemplated stopping but i made it home and that i made it so i don't think you made it i, I think you're just saying that and no because i went poop and then just went right back to the gym so i think it's so crazy like that you just choose where you get to poop like the moment i feel like i have to poop it's just like it's it's coming out whether i find i almost shit my pants in ikea like three months ago because I couldn't find the bathroom. You need to go to the doctor. Okay, you always say that. Yes. But so I I don't like going to the I doctor. I don't like I don't have any pity for you because you won't go to the doctor. Oh, <sighs> okay, confession it's to your own fault. But I let's don't move talk on. About let's it. move on. All right. I had to ask a friend what an orgasm is like. I'm assuming if I have to ask, I haven't had one. So if she has to ask if she's had an orgasm, do you think she's ever experienced one? You and I were having a conversation kind of similar to this the other day. Right, which is because why. Because I feel like like with men, you just kind of bust and then <laughs> like it's, it, you can tell when a man has reached his high point. Yeah, because stuff comes up. Yes. <laughs> with a girl, it's a feeling. And, okay, so. With a woman. I don't know because I, I can't really speak. So, for me my answer is yes you you know you know the toe curl the body everything like you know so hopefully this girl's around for my but if someone live with if, the instagram no someone, live with the sex expert today if somebody asks you i obviously don't want an explanation now like to explain it could you explain it to someone though yes okay. yes yes <laughs> So, obviously, if you have to ask, it probably hasn't happened. Okay. Confess three. I was sucking. <laughs> this one's so inappropriate. So, I, Grandma, if you're listening to this, I know I'm your favorite. This is not me saying this. It's someone else. Okay. I was sucking dick and he accidentally Whoa. peed. <laughs> Listen. I was sucking dick and he accidentally peed and didn't even I didn't even notice and it took me a few gulps of his pee to realize what was going on and then when I took his dick out of my mouth he was spraying pee everywhere and I felt so bad because he was so embarrassed so I cleaned him up and went back down. Like what? <laughs> First of all, Hold on, hold on. Sh I would hold not on. Let, go back wait, wait, wait. Down. Let me process this for <laughs> He's a second. processing. So, it's, he pees. <laughs> He's, and she said he didn't know he was doing that. And she that. unlatched. She gulped a few times. And he continued to pee. <laughs> and it was spraying everywhere. And then they. He's embarrassed. Cleaned themselves off. And then he they, clean, she cleaned him up. He was so embarrassed that he couldn't even clean himself off, apparently. <sighs> Oof. 
First of all, if anything, anything came into my mouth, anything, my head would be back so quick. Honestly, I I would rather have whiplash for the rest of my life than ever taste. Okay, but hold on, because God, now I don't know if this is true or not, but somewhere in my the past, I maybe read where like if you're ever stranded in the desert. And you pee, and if it's clear, you can drink it. So maybe he was well hydrated, and he peed, and it just kind of tasted like water. It probably still tastes like pee. Water, just hot water. Oh my god! Because I like I read that if you, as long as your pee is like clear, you can continue to drink it. But I'm gonna need if you're gonna drop facts, I'm gonna need you to cite a source. Okay. My brain. But that's what I heard. So every time, I've wherever in a desert and we may get stranded i just always make sure i drink a lot of water beforehand just in case that happens okay we live in the desert and you're not always hydrated so you're lying that's um, a but lie. it's fine a b a it's true but it's a lie because we we live in a desert but there's not cactuses and i'm talking like uh, i'm talking uh, like there's the sh- not cactuses. where's the cactus around us bethany oh my lord exactly um in the backyard where of our neighbor not us no <laughs> Well, if you're, we should ask Deuce because he likes to peek over the backyard. Well, oh my god! But okay, back to the confession. Now, like last week, I said Bethany wasn't well versed in that topic. I'm not well versed because it's not reciprocated to me. But I feel like I wouldn't be able to pee. Also, if some, just think about, just imagine wait, sucking wait, wait. dick. Just imagine. Wait, if you felt the urge to pee, wouldn't you feel the urge? Wait, pause because. As someone who's peed and cummed, they're at the same no, time. No, 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 I've done both those actions oh in my, my life. Lord. They're That's a little scared. bit different, I would say. So I feel like I would know. But here's the thing: there's been times where we were getting it on, and I've had to pee like in the moment, but I don't want to like break the moment to go pee. So you hold it, and I didn't. But pee. maybe he, he, maybe he's like me, and he can't hold his his urine. I can't hold my caca. Like things happen, but. First of all, like, how could you even get hard after being embarrassed in pee? Because <laughs> she, she went back down. She must have been good. She must have been a throat baby or something. What? I, that's like a term, I guess. Don't ever say that again. A Don't throat ever goat. say that. Let me look it up. Isn't oh, my God. Please. I think there's like a song stop. about it. I heard it. I was listening oh to my a podcast and they were talking about. I'd love to move on. Hold on. Wait, let me find this song. <sighs> I'm not going to play it. I just want to. Ma- yeah. Throat baby. Yeah. Maybe she was a throat baby. My soul just died. <laughs> it's I, dead. I haven't heard the song, but okay, it, it fit the Confession scenario. Confession number four. Okay, let's go. Had two dates with the same guy in one week. Fucked him in the backseat on the side of the road because he lives five hours away and I was horny and I wanted to literally fuck the police. Dot, dot, dot. Yes, he's a cop. Oh, it's like a <laughs> fantasy fetish. I guess. So fantasy. Okay. I mean... So she wants so that song F the police. She wanted it to become a reality. I don't think the song necessarily meant in that. It de- definitely didn't mean in that context. She she took it very literally. Very. Were there no police officers in your town? Also, she I think she's from Tucson. Um also he could have arrested you <laughs> for having sex on the side of the road. You weren't scared of that? Here, okay, did you take a video? Because I feel like that's your get out of jail free card there. Like, literally, <laughs> literally. Yes. Like I got some dirt on you, buddy. Oh my god. I mean, twice in one week. Okay. I mean. Okay, girl. Yeah. How? how however suits you. I mean, I just. That's that is kind of risky, but I mean, if the police are down for it, then. If the police if are going to police as police, a collective. Good I, for you. I used to get it on in the back seat of a car and I never ever took her on dates. That was me. Yeah. You can't talk about you can't <laughs> say I used to do and then feel no use, everyone knows that you've only ever done it with me. I, everyone I was, knows that. I wasn't saying it like But you can't tell this is the, I think this happened on an episode of How I Met Your Mother. You can't talk with yeah, with Marshall. <laughs> you can't talk about our past experiences be like, Oh yeah, I fucked this bitch one time. You only fuck me. But you it was in the, it was in the backseat of a car. Can't do it. Oh my lord! It was okay. in the, when we started getting it on. Where's where yeah, did we do it on? In the backseat of yes, a vehicle. But yes, you, you were acting like you weren't talking about. No, me. I wasn't. I was just giving my 
uh, opinion on a issue or on a scenario that I'm well versed in. Okay. Next. <laughs> this is the last one. This Thank one. You. This one I'm jealous of, and I mean, I guess I can leave it right there. I'm jealous. If he's bigger than three inches, I'm sorry, honey. That's all I got for you. Oh my lord. Someone I work with paid me $500 to see a picture of my boobs last week. Okay. I, I support like the I hustle. Like I said, jealous. Um, well, that's a lie because you, you've gotten paid good amounts of money to show yourself. Okay, but I want someone to pay me $500 just to see my boobs. And I want to, po- I want to pocket that money. And 15% doesn't go to my manager. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know, and I, as someone who supports sex work, like, I'm never going to hate on how anyone's getting their money, right? Right. I support however you get it. Obviously, if it's illegal, no, just there's a gray area I think there. it should just be d- done safely. And no, I'm I saying, like, have... if you're out here sex trafficking kids, I don't support you. Oh, of course not. But if there's you're a prostitute, safe, there's if safe you're a pimp, I don't yeah. support you, okay? Right. But if you, as long as you're a woman getting, in charge of if her you're body. getting legitimate, even even le- illegal money, like to to the neighborhood dealer, like get your bread, bro, like or sis, whatever you are, get your money. To me, it just doesn't make sense to pay to pay five hundred dollars for something that you can go on the Google. He and wanted find to for see free. hers specifically. Hers were not on Google. And this is where it's kind of scary. Like, you would pay that much money to see that person specifically, but maybe he, like, really wants to have sex with her and she's way out of his league. I don't know. Um, I don't think anyone in the world wants to see my boobs so badly that they would pay $500. We should see. No. No. I got 500 for you right now. Do you? Yeah. Do you? I do. Okay, Venmo me then. You don't have Venmo. PayPal me. You don't have PayPal. How are you going to give me my $500? Uh, I'll pull it out at my local credit union, and then I'll give it to you, and then you deposit right back into the account. <laughs> Sounds fun. Sounds if, like I'm paying myself. I just, I, I could just not see myself doing that. And no, I can't. To be honest, if I found out my son was paying $500 for nudies, I would, I would not be a proud papa. <laughs> because... You can go to like five hundred dollars at a strip club. That can go a long way. <laughs> you should see his face right now, you guys. He's like very concerned about this. I just, I just, I don't get it. Like, so you're you're on the girl side, but you're more so like, bro, what are you it doing? It just doesn't make sense because that at the, I kind of feel like if someone is like wants you that bad i feel like it's kind of scary because yeah that's what i'm saying you like you give them it's an, creepy like if obviously if they're like obsessed with you then you give them an inch like i'd be worried about them trying to take a foot you know yeah. it's like an, a foot oh a, i thought you meant give like give them an inch you take a foot like it's a, no it's you a, it's give them an inch they take a mile but that's the quote but you said foot and i am looking at my feet right now and i thought you literally meant take a foot i mean that's scared and then like you got to think of now this guy has this image of you. What's he going to do with it? That's what I'd be thinking mm. about. That's NDA? why I just post my entire body on Instagram because then no one can hold anything over me. Or, it's all out there. Or maybe she has an OnlyFans like, that no one knows about. Okay, no. Her next, she had two confessions, okay? Uh, so oh, there was this oh, one. two-parter. Yeah, it wasn't a two-parter. She had two separate oh. confessions. So her other confession was that she was thinking about making an OnlyFans, but she wasn't. She was scared of what her family would think of her. Okay. Now I can be totally wrong about this, and I'm just gonna give my opinion. If I was a female, like an adult female, in today's day and age, this sounds like the opening to you mansplaining. I'm just saying, if I was a woman and men wanted to see my breasts, like I would, I would start an OnlyFans, and maybe I don't want people to know about this OnlyFans. I just have it. So that way, if someone says, oh, I got a picture of your boobs, be like, okay, well, subscribe to my OnlyFans. And so that way. So let me tell you about this little thing (sighs) that some people call the algorithm. So she's scared about her, her family finding out she has an OnlyFans, right? Is she? That's what she had said in the other confession. And I actually hear that a lot in my confessions is that people want to start OnlyFans, but they're scared of what people will think of them. 
you can't start an OnlyFans, in my opinion, if you're scared about what people are going to think because you have to promote it. You have to, to have people to send there. For example, you and I both know someone that has OnlyFans that is actually pretty successful I with do? it. I do? Yeah, Anthony, stop. And I haven't seen a swipe up yet. Oh, my God. So, no, but she promotes it on social media, and that's how she gets people over there to the platform to subscribe to her. So, I'm just wondering how people think it's going to work if they don't have any... It's not like Instagram where you're scrolling a feed, as far as I know. Um, you have to subscribe to someone. Now, here's my question about Only, OnlyFans. And and you have to promote it. No, no, no. Okay, is OnlyFans like Instagram where there's like a popular page, like... Or how does OnlyFans work? Do you know? I don't know. Maybe we Maybe should we download should it. Research OnlyFans. Maybe we should start OnlyFans. So Maybe we should research it and for research purposes only, not for swinger purposes, and get back to everyone on it. <laughs> okay, so back to the confessions. Hit us up if you want us get to subscribe. You, get your money, girl. But I don't understand it. That's just me personally. Okay? You don't understand it from the male side. From my side. Second is... As far as starting the OnlyFans, I mean, it's 2021, and I think we have to get a little bit more versed in how OnlyFans works. Is it like a pay? Is it like a Patreon? I I think it's like Patreon, but for sexy time. Anyways, if you have an OnlyFans and you want to send us one free month, oh my god, <laughs> no. And please okay. know that we're joking. Pause. Oh my god. Okay, yeah, we're joking. But if you have an OnlyFans, like reach out to us and like Yeah, let's, that's better. Instead of us researching discuss... the app, let's talk to someone that has one. Who knows? Maybe we'll promote you. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we support small businesses. Oh my lord. It's a small business, Isn't right? It? I swear. If you have an OnlyFans, reach out. Let's connect. Let's get informed on how this works. I know okay, we... but don't slide into Anthony's DMs with like nudies. Oh yeah, don't don't send me like the link. Because I will kill you. Let's just talk. <laughs> My wife and I will talk to you. Um, and we'll get some more details on how this works. Yeah, very interested. Um, so I have a I have a confession. Oh my god. <sighs> Why are you smiling like that? What? What's your confession? I did not approve this. This is not on the podcast notes section. <laughs> no, it actually has to tie into something else. So, I'm going to be kind of vulnerable and honest with you guys right now. And we love it. I just wanted to preface this with if you saw the Super Nanny episode, this was a huge uh, kind of issue for myself. And just kind of finding my way and who I am and my value and my worth. So I want to say I'm very comfortable in our roles. I'm very comfortable in how life is turning out. We live a blessed life and I'm happy with how things are. But my ego, my ego was bruised a little bit this week and I feel kind of bad because it was a moment I felt, how do I say this? I felt like I felt wrong for having my ego bruised. And it wasn't like it was a huge issue. It was just, like I said, my ego was bruised a little bit. So as most of you know and why most of you are here is because my lovely wife has garnered a lot of attention for being herself and speaking on things, real things, just being relatable to so many women out there and even husbands, I guess. The good news. So Bethany was featured in a People article, People magazine article online. And, you know, this is totally hype. I'm hype. This is really cool. I'm excited. Um, Obviously for my wife because she's getting the attention that she rightfully deserves. But also because this benefits our family. You know, the more exposure, the more people know about the Garcia Diaries, that's views, that's potential monetization, so on and so forth. More money, potentially. It's really cool. I read this article, and this is also, I feel like this is two things that I learned from this, and maybe you can take away something from this, is you can't believe everything in the media 
and believe that you're getting the full story. Well, the problem with the problem with the article wasn't that we weren't getting the full story. The problem was it wasn't the, the article wasn't about me. Technically, the article was about the lady that's doing the podcast. So there's this lady Joe. She's okay, amazing. So let's, She's doing a new podcast. Okay. I was on. I was on her podcast. You were a guest on the and podcast. And I told this story. And so you she told, had reached you told out. Your story. Yes. Your story. Your life yes, story. My yes. life story, pretty much. And Joe had reached out to People Magazine to promote her podcast. And so People Magazine asked for a list of maybe who was on it, and they chose my story to share. And that's kind of how that came to be. Um, so they were pulling quotes from the podcast and they don't want to give the whole thing away because it hasn't come out yet. Um, I never was interviewed by people magazine. Um, they literally pulled from the podcast. So of course you're not getting the whole story because they didn't have the full podcast. You know what I mean? Like they, oh, oh. Joe just sent yes. them quotes. Okay. So backstory, Bethany does this interview gives the whole story of the Garcia diaries, our family from point A to point yeah right where we're at now obviously not z and when that podcast comes out it's going to be amazing and i will share the link and all that kind of stuff because it is it is a really amazing story but but i i just want to focus on the article okay okay i'm reading this article it's highlighting my wife it's talking about how we went from food stamps to now my wife is making a great income from social media yeah, and I other, actually don't like that. Other avenues, but they highlighted yeah. social media. Yeah. We know there's other avenues, but everyone just focuses on Instagram because that's the big thing. Um, And I didn't like that the story... I don't know. I kind of felt like... Well, I don't think you had any issue with it until the comment came. No, no, I didn't. Because when you first read it, I was like, oh, okay. Like, it just f- made it seem like I was like a worthless piece of shit. <laughs> And as somebody who, it, I feel like I'm the biggest supporter of you and the Garcia Diaries and like you're the face and you do majority of the work, but I feel like I helped in building this. Right. It just kind of went from, yo, like teenage mom on food stamps to they we didn't have anything and oh, now she makes a good income off of it and she's doing well for herself. And then I just kind of thought that like, there was a lot like it skipped over a lot it skipped over a lot but it didn't i don't know i just kind of felt like it and it, then to the people reading it, it that then came me. on my instagram to write comments it, it, yeah. it just kind of seemed like i'm like worthless and i'm just here along for the but ride no that's it's what the a art- little bit of projection it's a little bit of projection what do you mean on your part it didn't mention you so for you to no, say no, that no, you're it did. worthless it said that it said that you were able to didn't it say like you were able to now you're a stay-at-home dad yeah, yes but okay. it didn't say anything about you being worthless so i'm just saying that's projection well i that was just kind of my thought it was just like but then again it's an article and it just you you read articles all but the when time. i first read it to you you never said anything i didn't, I didn't say about anything that. because you were hype you no, didn't say anything and i didn't feel anything i didn't I didn't feel anything until no, we got that Instagram comment, but, and that's when it was but like, that's okay, not fair wait. to you to say because I did kind of feel like, damn, like, yes, you built this, but I helped you build this. I sacrificed a lot to we sacrificed a lot together to build this, right? Like, and if you there's no Garcia Diaries unless we have that conversation many years ago, and we do this, this, and like, well, no, I think the part that from what we had talked about the other day was that it wasn't once I got, which we'll all read the mean comment in a second. But I think the thing that got to you was like, we didn't go from food stamps to me making money. Yes. We went from food stamps to Anthony working literally from sunup to sundown for five years and sacrificing on missing out on first steps and first words and all that kind of stuff in order for me to yes. build this. And that's what I'm saying. When you read it, I had those thoughts, but they weren't, it wasn't anything for me to voice because it's like this is your shine. You're getting recognized, like like, and that was just my what I thought because I have been there through every step, right? And, and you, it wasn't just like, an overnight success. Like you didn't just post 
yourself and then blow up one day like it was a long yeah so and and it's like i wouldn't have been able to do anything if you hadn't financially supported me starting a business which is expensive and i okay and you're you're 100 right but just my feelings when i read it was obviously i'm happy and that's why i kind of felt bad because it's like you're getting this shine but it just kind of was like dang like it we it wasn't just a overnight success thing like a lot went into it right but it was nothing it wasn't major it obviously still isn't major but your feelings or the article (laughs) my like it wasn't an issue like it was never gonna be brought up like nothing like it wasn't gonna yeah because i mean this is the first time hearing but then people started messaging you yeah like i'll read the comment well And this isn't the first time that people have said things like this, but piggybacking off of the article. Um, there's actually two, but I didn't tell you about the second one. But the first one was they commented on a family picture and they said, close your legs or learn what a condom is. Then it won't be so hard to support your family. What is that bum ass husband doing? Obviously nothing. No one cares that you had kids young. That's your fault. And no one else's. You're not a famous celeb. Get a real job. So... And then the second one, someone went and commented on YouTube and said, and it might probably, it might've been the same person. Mr. Garcia needs to get a job and support his family instead of living off social media. If you can't support your kids and selves, keep your legs closed. So back to the first comment. Can I just say something about the whole, you are not a famous celeb, get a real job. I am not a famous celeb. I'm not a celebrity. Like I, that irks me more than anything in the world. I am not, I work in marketing. I'm a content creator. People follow me. I appreciate it. I love it. I love what I do, but I'm not a celebrity. Like I'm not. And that's what irks my soul. And I don't want to be famous. Like I don't want to be a celebrity. Um, and then the whole get a real job thing. Like, do they tell that to Buzzfeed journalists? Do they tell that to photographers? Do they tell that to people that code websites? Do they tell that to people that edit photos for a living? Do they tell that to people that are, that work in marketing? Because that I am the culmination of all of those things. I do all of that and more, but it's not a real job. Like it's just, it's be, that pisses me off beyond anything else, but we can get back to your feelings. But I just, it, so like it brought up two things for me. It was a, like, let's say you're online reading an article. It just made me realize like, obviously, you know, they're not giving you the full story. Right. It's never the full story. Right. So you have to take you know these Take things the that you salt. read with a grain of salt like my girl lisa barlow says <laughs> but that's and, a housewives and like that's reference. something i don't know for me like i just thought people is like a big name everyone knows people like people magazine like it's i for me it was just like if some like a reputable company like that it just made for me just made me realize like not everything is what it seems Okay. So that was the first thing. The second thing is, can we talk about how for, well, it's been coming up on two years this year that I've been out of work. Mm-hmm. Not once did we ever hear anyone say, when I was working, get a job to, to Bethany, get a real job. Like, why is it that all of us, when my, when when, when my wife, a female is a stay at home parent and I'm working, it's acceptable. No one bats an eye at that. But as soon as the woman takes on the role of working, sole is sole income provider, I take you on. You take care of the kids. You take care of the meals. You take care of the house. I take on the roles that are thought as to be a woman's role. It's it's an issue. It's like it just doesn't make sense to me. Because I mean, it makes sense to me because it's deep rooted misogyny. Yes, but. but how how people can just flip like that. Right. When they want they want you to get a real job and they want me to get off social media and be a stay at home mom. They want us to go be miserable like any like like other people are like it. it And not to really say that people that work are miserable. Like we're not trying to no, say but that. they want us to be miserable. They want us to not be happy because that's that's what people that go and leave troll account messages and comments. That's what they want. They don't want to see people being successful. They don't want to see people living their best lives and that's and what's also crazy about this is i can be miserable on any given day like i'm grateful and i feel blessed but i also am human and hard we go through hard shit 
we're not out here living wealthy lives. We live paycheck to paycheck. We make it work for us. I'm not complaining about any of that, but I'm just saying like it's it's not what it seems to some people and I try to be real, but people still miss it. And I'm I don't want I'm not going to make you get a job and me stay home be a stay home mom just so just to make other people just comfortable. To, just to just to be like societal norm like to be normal. Yeah. And I think it just sucks like that people think that just because I'm a male, I can't be a good stay-at-home dad. And it's like... Or they use words like bum or loser. Yeah, it's like, like, who do you think you are? You Anthony does the most important job in our home, which is teaching our children and taking care of our children. Like what... Jo- and when I was a stay-at-home mom, same thing. But I wasn't a bum when I was making only making 60000 a year and gone 60 hours a week from my home. Like that was okay. But I don't know, it just irks me in in our situation, not to downplay you, but our roles are better suited with me focused on the house stuff and because oh, yeah. your mama didn't treat you right, didn't train you right. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> things nice. like that. And you're better off. You're a entrepreneur you're creative you're if i'm not like if i'm not stressed out to the max i'm not thriving like i always want to be doing a million things and anthony's right even when i was a stay-at-home mom i was trying to do all this and be a mom and i was failing i was failing miserably and it's like don't you think we took that into account when we made one of the scariest decisions of our lives for Anthony to quit his job that gave us a steady, stable that was income. Stable, it paid for our family. Health insurance, like I, you guys think we don't. We, not you guys. I love you guys. People think that we didn't think those things through. And I'm not. We're not doing all this because of two comments. Like this is stuff that we get all the time. It just happened oh, again yeah. because of the people often, article. Often there's comments. It's so frustrating, and it's like, ugh. Like all right, Linda. Like. What would you like me to do, Linda? Well, this guy was Greg. Um, I'm sure there's a... Okay, we'll just use Karen. <laughs> no offense if you're Karen listening to this. I just think of it like when I was working, when I was the main provider, the main financial provider for this family, I was gone. I missed the first steps. I missed the first words. I missed all of that because I was doing what a man was supposed to do and I was out working. So fast forward to our situation now, I'm here. That, that's the whole reason why we even wanted to try for a fifth kid it was so that way I could experience those things. But guess, but. No, I mean, that's not the only reason. Why. Well, but it's why we felt more comfortable. More comfortable after yeah. we had gone through certain things. We put our yeah. life out there for the world to see on Super Nanny. We felt comfortable that as a family and our marriage, we were equipped to handle another kid. Because I'll tell you what. And we've been thriving baby, with it. A like, fifth baby never comes if I'm still working. It's right, out of exactly. the picture. If Bethany was overwhelmed. She couldn't. She was working and watching the kids 24-7. But it's like, as a parent, maybe maybe these people are, are not parents and they don't understand. No, these us Or maybe parents. they're parents and they hate their kids. But like, we, we're both here for everything. And when people say things like, close your legs, you have too many kids, blah, blah, blah. It's like... That's a human life that you're talking about. And it's just so sick to me that people can even like joke like that. Um, I don't know. It's hard. This this part of social media and blogging is so hard. And I, I don't know if I'll ever get used to it. Like, do you guys know that I don't have notifications for Instagram on my phone? Because first of all, if I did, my phone would be blowing up all day long. And second of all, I was getting so many hate messages and comments sent to my phone they were appearing on my home screen and my daughters can read. My daughters can grab my phone and they can read my phone screen. Do you know what it feels like for your daughters to read shit like that about you? It's And, and to constantly be seeing it every time you look at your phone. Like I had to shut that crap off because I was like, I, 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 I don't know. It's hard. It's just crazy to me that people, like there's just so many haters out there. And people that are just going to take... Like, you only get 24 hours a day, and they're taking time out of their day. So, like, I guess you can look at it as, like, well, these people are spending time on me. But at the same time, it's like, can't you find something better to do with your time? 
And I feel like once you take that step and you actually take the time to message them and put your two cents in, it's like you've reached a whole nother level. Like we, Bethany puts it all out there in the open. So we're not going to, it's not like we don't expect people to talk about us and whatever. But like, we don't. I think Need attacking the kids, attack the, the. It's always the close your legs, close your legs, close. It's always that. I think that's when it that it hurts because my kids are human beings that are gonna grow up and have lives. Like I, it's just that's when it gets me. Like say whatever you want about me. And the other thing too is like, I'm sure you didn't ask for all of this. Like we, you were kind of thrown into it just like the kids were. So for me, it literally breaks my heart when I get messages about you and the kids because it's like you guys don't deserve that um but yeah i mean i don't know what else to say about it all that to say is remember if you read something on the internet it's most likely not the whole story yeah i mean and it's not like it was untrue it was all true and i think that's also something to remember about politics and news in general is just because something is true doesn't mean it's the whole story. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's how exactly. that's how people get views and make money with news and whatever. But, but then, like, let's first of all stop like stop hating on people. And this isn't the 1900s. Like, things have changing. The world is evolving. Right. There's no rules that are specific to a gender. Do what's best for you. Do what's best for your family. But also at the same time, like, if you want to talk crap about me, like, go ahead. Like, go on a podcast. Talk crap about me. Go on Reddit with all the other people that hate me on Reddit. Go on. I don't care where you go. Just, like, don't message it to me. Like, please. Go do it somewhere else. And leading into that, let's talk crap about Jamie Spears, please. that situation is crazy okay but for real if we're gonna move on which i think we should um we there's two shows i want to talk about one the framing britney spears um new york times documentary and also wandavision i think we need to mention wandavision um but let's let's, okay i think britney spears is okay to talk about because it's like a phenomenal it's it's a documentary and i think most people know semino britney's situation right wandavision i don't want to give spoilers oh you don't want to talk about wandavision until it's over i don't here's okay i'm just gonna say this i'm gonna say this without spoilers if you're not watching if you're a marvel fan if you're an avengers fan and you're not watching wandavision start immediately if you're like me and you watched the first two episodes and thought are you kidding me this is bullcrap this is the stupidest show I've ever seen. Keep watching it. It gets so much better. I'm like, we literally rewatched Endgame, Infinity War. I want to rewatch um, Winter Soldier. Like, all of these things that tie into what is happening in WandaVision, and it is so good. Um, so, I guess we can update and actually talk about it once the when season's it's over. over. And people haven't had a chance to either binge yeah, it. Yeah, we'll do watch that. It. So, now here's your warning go watch it. Okay. So. The Britney Spears doc. Um, So, I actually want to start with our personal Britney Spears kind of, I don't know if story is the right word, or how we were introduced to Britney Spears, because we're two different ends of the spectrum. So, myself, we didn't have a TV. We weren't allowed to listen to secular music, quote unquote, if that's what you want to call it, Um, things like that at home. So, I wasn't around a lot of like pop culture and like when i had the chance i'd sneak the radio to power 92.3 or 98.3 whatever it was back then get my hip-hop fix and that was it i only knew britney spears because my theo mark he liked britney spears and i just remember him blasting oops i did it again and then i remember i don't even remember the tablet oh you don't no I remember her shaving her head, that incident. Okay. And then fast forward, I'm an adult. So Britney Spears to me is always just like the butt of the joke. Like, oh, you're going Britney Spears crazy. So for me, I knew, oops, I did it again. I didn't know like the whole Justin Tim. I didn't know anything about her really. Okay. So for me, I was born in 94. Um, I went my whole life. Like we were, we were pretty 
sheltered too not a lot of listen to quote secular music um until kind of we moved to tucson and when i started when we i entered middle school um and started hanging out with girls that like that kind of stuff so my introduction to britney was in eighth grade so we're in 2008 2009 and that's right when she was having her comeback um and so i didn't even know so apparently she was already under conservatorship i didn't even know any of that but like toxic circus um it's britney bitch like all that stuff was like my life eighth ninth tenth like it was everything and we blasted that stuff nonstop. but i'm not like an og britney fan i didn't know her before that um i'm 20 i'll be 27 this year and so she's kind of like right before my time and i'll be 21 this year that's crazy you're such a liar um and so that's kind of my thing with britney spears and i didn't know anything about her and then um you know what though last year um there was this meme circulating and it was like which britney are you one through nine and it was like a collage and it was like all these like different faces of her and of course it had um her with the umbrella it had her shaving her head um all these different faces and i reposted it and i was like haha i'm nine or whatever i can't remember what it was and someone replied to me and they were like this is you're a mental health advocate and you're posting this like that's really disappointing and I responded and I was like can you explain what you mean like I'm not like I don't know and they started telling me and I was like wait so I deleted it and I messaged a few friends and I was like hey is this offensive because I was trying to like figure out what I did wrong and after that's that's when I first came upon the whole free Britney movement and what was happening with her and I had no idea at all. And that's when I first started. Like, I was so oblivious to even, like, the mental health stuff. Um, so that's kind of, like, how I became acquainted with what was going on with Britney Spears. And and then, obviously, the documentary. So, the documentary. Yeah. Um, for me, it was very insightful. Like, I learned a lot about Britney Spears. And if we just go kind of step by step, right? You're this young star, right? You're You get thrown into the spotlight as a young kid we've seen countless times of people that were in the spotlight as youth just kind of and for our era it's like justin bieber miley cyrus um lindsey lohan um and and lindsey lohan might even have been like more britney's era but we were we're kind of in the middle there's like amanda Bynes. um well i mean like my era is like 50 cent like Maybe Lil Bow Wow. Fifty really, Cent. I'm just saying, he's like, when, like fifty. But when I was a kid, like that's that was who I listened to. Like I didn't like ba- Bow Wow was like the only kid I ever listened to. So okay, I don't think Fifty Cent wasn't thrown into it when he was a child. But I'm just saying, like there was no like pop teen people that yeah, I yeah because you didn't listen uh, to no pop stuff. But so I just you always hear the joke of like these young kids like going off the wall and going off the rail and like wilding out. But Britney's documentary actually like, like kids broke do. it. Yeah, like normal kids do. But like you're thrust into the spotlight as a kid, the spotlight kind of goes away, you blow up again. Like the 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 stuff with the paparazzi, man, that was wild. So like Kay. okay, the paparazzi, like her have going to the getting trapped in the gas station. Yeah, I feel like today would be totally unacceptable. Yeah, like the. If Kim Kardashian was was well, trapped in the circle, culture K, has completely exactly. changed. Exactly. Yeah. But back then, yeah. Well, okay, hold on. We'll even start with the whole Justin thing, where they were vilifying Britney for quote unquote cheating on him, and right. You, and and, by and, the way, if you guys don't know this, he was cheating on her almost the whole time that they were together. Which they is, didn't really mention so, that in the documentary. So she's going on these interviews, and people are like shaming her for that, and it's like. Or, That's oh my the- God, your boobs. Or, oh my God, you're wearing this. Or, oh my God, you're wearing that. When she was 10 years old, you have a boyfriend. Like, it's just like, oh so my God, it's it, disgusting. It just helps you realize, like, from the start, like, her being a female icon, there was so much against her. Like, if a male was doing those things, and it, the documentary talked about it, no one would have batted an eye. Right. So then she gets really big, and then the paparazzi are just hounding her, and she abusing her and stalking her yeah and it's like yo like i i couldn't imagine not being able to just go to mcdonald's and get me a mcrib like 
So we've been recognizing Chick Fil A, so, and it's pretty awkward. Like, oh my god, um, <laughs> the whole thing with the umbrella. I want you guys to know how much worse I would have done. I probably would have beat the guy with the umbrella. Okay, if not worse, honestly. And I struggle with depression and anxiety. Like, she, and she, I can't even begin to comprehend the level of pain she must have felt. The other thing I want to talk about is did she possibly do drugs and that's the conservatorship thing like what did she, is is that why she got her fortune taken away blah, blah 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 how many male rock stars out there male pop stars are out there doing drugs any day of the week it's like literally rock star culture to do drugs but a female mom possibly i don't know they didn't say anything about it possibly did drugs it's just like the but she was it's incomparable like it's incomparable how men and women are treated, treated in the media and in but hollywood especially back then and that's back then it's not even that long ago what 12 years ago yeah not that long 10, ago 15 years ago but like she was literally having a mental breakdown and unfortunately in that time period mental health was not as understood as believed as it is now yeah so she got Instead of being helped, she was literally, they used it against her. Against her, yeah. And so... I can't imagine as a mom having my kids taken from me. Like, I... That's what I'm saying. The umbrella, I would have done so much fucking worse. But, okay, and all that's wild. But the whole... The the wildest part for me is the conservator... What's it called? Conservatorship. Conservatorship. So, what's her dad's name? Jamie. Jamie Spears, you deserve a disgusting award. A disgusting award. So, I mean, I know it kind of the documentary mentioned that the the dad really wasn't a part of her life. Until he shows up and wants to take her millions and do what he did, put a conservatorship. That was called. Am I saying that right? Mm -hmm. Over her, like pretty much controller is crazy. Like I, it just it's almost unbelievable. And so, it's crazy. I feel really bad for bit britney i'm i'm all for free britney i hope that it all goes in her favor i know and that she gets to be free and in charge of her assets and, and if she her wants life. to make more music she can finally do that i, I do like that she said that she wasn't going to make more music until she was out from under e- exactly him. and you know what's so crazy like lost doing a las vegas what's it called the residency residency is like one of the biggest things you can do as an artist and she did that for how she did that under this like this that is crazy to me like but you're at you're expecting her to you're she's performing and doing all of this stuff but she's not in the mental capable. capacity like to, what yeah. but like you Whatever. said you were you remember britney on her comeback tour right so that was all under the conservatorship yeah but i just wanted to ask you like Put, we're parents put ourselves in the parents shoes okay how what would you do how would you go about that i'll start first of all if one of our kids ever gets super big like that obviously it's different it would never happen where was the her security guards right like where i don't know i just all, watching all the paparazzi obviously videos we're just we're speaking on things we'll probably never ever have to go through or understand understand but i would just think like yo i'm making all this bread let me get some security guards so that way when i'm in mcdonald's drive through and i'm getting my mcrib and the orange high c which is coming back this year <laughs> side note like they'll leave me alone second is why people are crazy <laughs> i would never think like yo i'm i'm taking control of brooklyn's life like everything legally legally like that's crazy so it just shows you how nasty that like man why is. couldn't she get a financial advisor like you needed a conservator that's used for old people exactly. like it makes no sense and i think there's two parts to that like the conservative the conservatorship conservator am i saying that right yes is nasty i think it is it's for her second part is Brittany was so right in it being that why have someone in the family in charge why not have a yeah firm? i like how she was even like i'm i'm even fine with the conservatorship but not him anyone but him and they still put like like that's crazy i can't even imagine and i heard that i saw this thing that said like last year she got grounded for three weeks by her dad 
before meeting up on the beach to meet with a friend or talk to her friend or something and it's like she's literally is she in her 30s or 40s i'm not sure 30s maybe and her dad's grounding her like can you even begin to imagine exactly but then treating your adult child on like the that? other side of that is the the finances right you're in charge of your super rich daughter's finances she's doing these she has residencies she has you know these big tours big royalty albums yeah. royalties like how can someone look at that and see that it's not a business venture like okay maybe the dad started this with good intentions maybe let's give him the benefit of the doubt maybe he did but as she comes back and starts rolling in the dough you can't say for 12 years you know what i mean that and then you... how the how the one of the lawyers was trying to get a a percentage increase yeah like how how is that not that's crazy like how is that legal like they're it's crazy i was honestly like mind blown by that whole yeah i didn't i i don't think i ever understood the magnitude of what was even happening with that situation and i'm i am really grateful that there was a documentary that came out that helped explain it all and and i do feel really bad like i feel like a horrible human being for making fun of as a teenager and making jokes about britney spears because it's like she was going through a lot right a lot and the world just used that well i think there's a lot of comedians right now that are getting called out for old clips are resurfacing of her being the punchline to like every joke and so a lot of people are having to come out and apologize now and i think that's what i wrote when i kind of recapped it on my stories it was like the entire world monetized her mental health journalists paparazzi media justin timberlake comedians you and me not you and me specifically because i don't really remember it but as human beings anyone that consumed that content was helping those people monetize it and so it's just it's on honestly crazy to look here's something else that literally blew my mind i cannot imagine walking into the barbershop and saying hey i want this haircut and the barber being like "No, no i'm not gonna do it like are you like what yeah, no wonder she freaking grabbed the clippers. And the other thing, too, is you have Amber Rose, you have Halsey, you have these beautiful women with bald heads being revered in this day and age. Like, they're so gorgeous, and people talk all about that. But Britney Spears shaving her head was so, so wrong controversial, and yeah. so controversial. If Britney would have been in this era, she would have been accepted and loved and... I don't know. I, it's... Things are different nowadays. That's crazy. But I feel like she was the martyr for that, for women to be themselves and to actually. She was just at the, she was like the, she felt the brunt of everything. That's what I'm saying. Probably like, being one of the first of, big Of being a stars. woman who loses her shit and reacts like any normal human being would. Right. But she was vil- villain. Vilified. Vilified for that. Right. So free Britney. I hope Britney gets it all back and some. Her parents are nasty. Her family's nasty. The lawyers are nasty. <laughs> They're all just disgusting. And so, to my children, I will never I put a conservatorship on you. Just don't forget about me if one of you guys makes it really big, okay? <laughs> don't forget the comments people made about me because I wanted to spend every day with you guys, all right? <laughs> don't forget that. <laughs> I'm dead. But. What else you got? So that's it. That's all. My food plug of the week. It's actually going to be a little bit different. It's not really a full course meal. You can eat it as a meal if you like. But I just want to shout out Hunter James beef jerky. We love Hunter James. We love Hunter James. And beef jerky to Bethany and I in the past was something that we only ate when we, when we went on long road trips. Yeah, we always had to have beef and jerky it was on road the, trips. The, the gas station, you didn't know what you were biting into, just disgusting. So I usually just went with the hottest flavor I could because usually the heat masked, masked the taste of the jerky. <laughs> but I'm telling you, Hunter James beef jerky is, every piece is enjoyable. It's so tender. It's tender. It's full of like flavor. Like you can stick your hand in the bag and no, you're going to get a good bite unless yes. you bite the little preservative package, but <laughs> we should all know not to do that. They ship. It's so good. They don't miss. Like They're local if you're local, but they ship if you're not. So Hunter James Beef Jerky. The owner's amazing. They're great people. 
great food and that's really what this segment is about i love to do a beef jerky plate and i'll do beef jerky some cheese some ritz some salami it's so good and it's just like grabbing beef jerky to eat is just a one like it's we always have it in our cabinet always we have like probably 10 bags in there right now at all times so hunter james beef jerky if you love beef jerky if you haven't tried beef jerky check them out they'll get you some Bethany, make sure you put their Instagram handle in. Yeah, and in the show notes, I'll put a discount code so, too um, for 10% off. Um, but but is I there think anything else you got to say? That concludes it. So thank you for listening to episode three of season two. We're so glad you guys are here. You can follow me on Instagram at the Garcia Diaries. You can follow, follow Anthony at Sir Garcia Diaries. And we will see you next week. Peace. It's the Garcia Diaries.